Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's highly underrated. Yes. Medically educated. Yes. And fully vaccinated. Yes. So give it up for your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, Dr. London Smith. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as hypoxanthine guanine phosphoribosyl transferase and hindlick maneuver. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer Cameron. Oh, Dr. London, I don't I don't feel like doing this today. I've I've had a rough day. Okay. Is it rough rough like a dog barking? Was it the it the dog is, again? It's really funny you mentioned that. I, I it, it is the dog again, but it's not it's not barking. It's my dog ran away. Aww. All of my dogs ran away. You're your whole collection all 101 wow okay so um and it's just kind of really bumming me out dr london these are supposed to be sort of like my family you know yeah yeah i mean and you just have... like my real family like my real brothers and sisters and mom and dad they just run away Aww. all your all your brothers and sisters ran away oh anytime i try to come near they run away okay i guess Anytime it's like Christmas time and I try to go to one of their houses, I get there and you can, they act like no one's there and I'm knocking on the door, but you can see through the window, Dr. London. That's one thing that people forget is that you can see through the window and they're just running away. They're scurrying out the back door. See, at this point, I feel like maybe your definition of, you know, a family and brothers and sisters might not be the same as everyone else's definition. My family being 101 dogs plus the people I was, you know, born beside. Yeah, well, because how you track down everyone who was, yeah, at at the hospital, born at this around the same time period as you. Yeah, my you brothers and sisters, and my mom and dad, my the nurse and doctor. Yeah, yeah. And so that's I'm, the opposite of what you're thinking, Doctor London, because. Boys can be nurses too. Okay, no, that's that's not what I was contesting here. It was, it's more. So, whenever you got the hundred one Dalmatians, you you did refer to them as a coat of Dalmatians, the dogs. Sure. Yeah. And is that like I know you know a group of crows is called a murder, and I just, I don't yeah. hang out with a lot of dogs. Is that we the term for a group of dogs is a coat? No, I think a group of dogs is usually called either a pack or sort of like maybe a club. Okay, well, you know, the reason I ask is because you referred to this group of dogs as a coat. Oh, no, that is because it requires 101 of these dogs that I'm going to have to skin in order to make the jacket that I want to make. Okay. Is that yeah, that sounds kind of cruel is I guess my my issue with that. And it it sounds well, I like I mean, yeah, her name is Cruella Deville. So I mean Who's who's her? Who's Cruella? 
I thought this the, was for you. No, the code is for me. Okay. What are you asking? Well, you said... You think I need more dogs. Well, I said... So, I was yeah. actually thinking that exact same thing because 101 of them have run away. And so, I'm thinking if I could get maybe... Mm, I'm going to say 202 more. That way, I have a backup group or a coat. So, I'm, I'm sorry to, to bring this back because it sounds like maybe there's another person involved. I said that it sounds cruel to skin these dogs and then you said her name is Cruella. And I'm just wondering, is there... Are you... Are you having? Are you planning to have this jacket made to impress someone named Cruella? It's not to impress someone. It's to emulate someone, a hero of mine, Emma Stone as Cruella Deville. Okay. Okay. So you just you saw the preview for that movie and you got excited. So you and... knew what Cruella Deville was five seconds ago, and yet you were still questioning it. I I assumed that you were talking about a different Cruella because I you know you don't have a. You don't personally know Emma Stone, except like through the hospital where you were both born. Yeah, at the exact same time. Yeah, which is, I mean, I, I guess, yeah, I know that you think that Emma Stone is your sister, but I just, you know, never mind. I guess, I guess I am at fault here. Maybe I am confusing it more than I should have. The blood of these dogs is on your hands, Dr. Linden. Oh, that's that's the final tip. Okay. Um, well, anyway, uh, so that's our producer, Cameron. Also with us is DJ Tool in the House. DJ Tool. Boys can be nurses, too. Boys can be, boys can be too. Boys can be nurses too. Boys can be, boys can be too. Boys can be named Cruella too. Emma Stone can be nurses too. Emma Stone can be named Cruella too. Emma Stone as Cruella Deville. Emma Stone as Cruella Deville. Boys can be nurses too. Boys can be boys can be too. Boys can be nurses too. Boys can be boys can be too. Boys can be, boys can be too. Later, Cameron tells him we can expect a very special guest. Puppy leather, people don't know this, but it's actually a lot more economical and green than normal leather. Okay, you were referring to these as dogs, but you're saying that it's it's going to be puppies. Like, you know, baby dogs. Sure. Is that... 
What are you asking? I'm asking why you're not... You think that I should switch from puppies to dogs because there's more space. I, I would need less dogs. Yes, that that's one reason. I, Interesting. You know, hurting baby versions of any creature sounds more cruel to me. But I get, once again, I guess this is a... This is you trying to take after your sister and maybe cruelty is the aim of it. It seems like I hate this. I hate all of this. Okay. But I have to sort of do my what my family is doing and is right. asking of me. You have you have a legacy to maintain. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well um you know uh, before we move on I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. Ugh, no. Look, we, you know, our listeners, they they chime in. They they let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong. And I just want to... I, I hate them. Okay, well, you know, and it's, it's just accountability, really. You know, we have to do this. Because, uh, you know, they, they might call me out, say that I taught something wrong. And I, you know, if I have to correct anything, I, I want to be able to do that. So... I was at the mall the other day, mm-hmm. and I had a listener come up to me out of nowhere, which, by the way, listeners, how about leave me alone and leave me to my privacy? I know that Dr. London and I are sort of podcast celebrities, and that makes you think, you know, you hear us talk for hours and hours, and so you think we're friends, but I had this listener come up the other day at the mall, and she was like, stop putting those on. You're not supposed to wear those. You're not supposed to, like, change clothes in the middle of the store. You're not supposed to just, like, put on the clothes and then try to run out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, leave me alone. Yeah, that is frustrating. And I've I've had similar experiences. Uh, just uh, stop touching every item of clothing. Your hands are covered in paint. Like... It's like, okay, just because you hear me on a podcast doesn't mean that you can come up to me out of nowhere and start yelling at me. I don't know. Yeah. I just hate these guys. No, I, I hear you. And, you know, it's it's one of these things where no, nothing can prepare you for this level of celebrity. I get it. Yeah. Uh, so, and, you know, speaking of which, I, I found this note from a listener scrawled uh, across my, my neighbor's playroom, which they referred to as a dungeon. Uh I've I've never heard of a fun swing in a dungeon, but you know I guess you know my neighbors are just quirky. Um, anyway, this this the note that was scrawled um, on the wall. It reads, "Quote: I don't want life support. I wanted to be cremated and the ashes spread over Disney haunted mansion ride." End quote. So uh, first of all, thank you so much, to this listener, for reaching out. Um, you know, with this this feedback. So. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure that we ever talked a whole lot about being put on life support, or I. I don't think we talked too much about life and death situations like that. But it is, you know, it, uh, everyone is allowed to have their wishes whenever they pass away for, you know, being cremated or buried or whatever. And um, yeah, I, you know what? To this listener, I think it's great that you want to be sort of putting your. Uh, deceased remains over a Disney haunted mansion ride. That's you know that does go with the theme. Some and you, like just to reiterate this, you know, this podcast we don't really talk about things like life and death. This podcast isn't serious. 
Dr. London, like, I know we do this fun bit where Dr. London does this medical lesson and he he teaches about, like, what the bone is like and how the bone bends. And, you know, your arm bone bends this way and your knee bone bends this way and all these sort of things. But, like, the reality is, is that this show is more of a goof. It's more of, like, um, hmm, what was that Ashton Kutcher prank show? Uh, was that Punked? Yes, the show is like punked. Okay, I, so I, yeah, it's a medical education podcast. So for the medical lesson, I, I try to, I mean, I try to bring some levity to it sometimes, but mostly I'm, you know, this is real, this is real medical. Yeah, jargon. I mean, I guess if that was part of the prank, like you're, like, like you're levitating, like you're pretending like there's some sort of supernatural event happening. I don't remember that having it on punked. But that definitely happened on the Tracy Morgan prank show where things were scary. Remember that one? No, I didn't I didn't see that one, but it's they they had people flying, levitating. Yeah, it was just like uh it, it was like uh, a a punked type show, but there was a supernatural element. So it involved ghosts and all sort of things. So you could you could reasonably include someone levitating. Is that what you're saying? I I was mostly you know, asking, but, um, no, it, great. I, I can imagine why it maybe wasn't such a success where, you know, I haven't heard of it. Um, yeah, I think it was on like sci-fi or something like that. So that, that would also explain that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, if it's all right, we'll just go ahead and, you know, speaking of the medical topic, uh, now for today's medical topic, hemochromatosis. Hemochromatosis is an autosomal recessive disease of iron absorption. No, it's not. Okay, no, it actually it it is. So it's um, well, again, I mean, this show is a like it's a goof. So like, I know for the bit, it is, but I I think it's probably important to remember because it seems like our listeners are getting confused and thinking the show is supposed to be taken seriously. So I think it's important to remember, like, sort of as a disclaimer, like, no, it's not. Okay, I. I mean, I think it's pretty pretty important to note some of the so, so in hemochromatosis, for example, there's excessive iron absorption in the uh, in the intestine that leads to increased accumulation of iron uh, in the forms of ferritin and hemosiderin in various organs. Over many years, fibrosis in involved organs occurs secondary to hydroxyl free radicals that are generated by the excess iron. The primary affected right. organ, yeah. But like, no, it's not. Like it is as a joke, which and it's really funny. That's the thing, is like week after week, this is what our listeners come back for are these kind of jokes. Like, you know, a normal comic has their their five minutes that they're trying to write. Whereas you have like ten minutes every single week of just joke after joke. This thing causes di- diabetes. This thing is not good for you. This thing means you have cancer. And, like, it kills Dr. London. Yeah. But, like, I do think sometimes it's important to remind people it's all fake. It's a joke. Yeah, so, um, you know, it is It is one of those things where some of it is, like I said, I bring a little bit of levity to some of it. But, uh, you know, it's funny that you should mention the diabetes because, because um, you know, the primary affected organ is the liver in hemochromatosis, but it can also affect the pancreas, heart, joint, skin, no, thyroid, gonads, and heart. 
hypothalamus. Okay, well, I, you know, uh, I get. I guess if you consider this a bit, do you want to let, let's workshop it a little bit? So scare tactics. So early diagnosis and treatment. That was the Tracy Morgan hosted prank show where it used like horror elements. Yeah. And it was on sci-fi. And before Tracy Morgan, it was hosted by Stephen Baldwin. Wow. Okay. Is, that's is that what you're asking? No. No, I, I don't think I asked anything at this point. Yeah, Haley's dad. Okay. Uh, so hemochromatosis is an inherited disease, so you should screen the patient's siblings once the, the patient is diagnosed. Early diagnosis and treatment before... Which- that does remind me, I love that Bieber song where he's like, shout out to your mom and dad for making you hoo-hoo. Because I think that's the first pop song to thank Stephen Baldwin for having sex. I'm not... Are you sure that it's the first? I think I think so. Like, at least other ones don't do it as explicit, explicitly as saying, hey, Haley Baldwin, I want to thank your parents for for creating you. Via sex. That it, yeah. You know, I, there aren't enough songs that go out of their way to thank people for... Well, thank Stephen for, Baldwin. Yeah, specifically Stephen Baldwin. Um, so, and I'm sorry to go back to this, but in hemochromatosis, early diagnosis and treatment before development of complications such as cirrhosis, heart disease, and diabetes improves survival. Uh, clinically, most patients are asymptomatic at first. Findings may include signs of liver disease, fatigue, arthritis, impotence, or amenorrhea, uh, abdominal pain, and cardiac arrhythmias. Complications include cirrhosis of the liver, uh, cardiomyopathy, diabetes mellitus due to iron deposition of the pancreas. Um, uh, they can have arthritis. They can have hypogonadism leading to impotence, um, amenorrhea, loss of libido, hypothyroidism, and hyperpigmentation of skin resembling a bronze-like suntan. So... And, ag- um, and again, no, it's not. So, so hemochromatosis is actually sometimes referred to as bronze diabetes because the skin color and also because of its effect on the pancreas causing type 2 diabetes mellitus. So it's, uh, I don't know, if you see someone with that skin color and diabetes, then you, you start to think maybe it could be the buildup of iron in the blood. So... Uh, early in the disease course, mild elevations of liver function tests, such as ALT and AST, may be the only abnormalities. If you suspect hemochromatosis, you obtain iron studies. Uh, if the iron level is elevated with elevated transferritin saturation and decreased total iron binding capacity, uh, order a liver biopsy to confirm the diagnosis. You'll want to check for hepatic iron concentration. Uh, and you also do genetic testing for chromosomal abnormalities. Treatment is odd for hemochromatosis because this is one of the few areas of modern medicine in which a form of bloodletting may be used. And that's, you know, like... Which we've... This is... I will say this is the one part of the show that is extremely serious, which is our discussion of bloodletting, which we have talked about quite a bit. I feel like we haven't covered it so much. I... I've definitely brought it up like five or six yeah, times. Yeah, you you have brought it up. I don't doubt that. It's just... Because I do want to say, just because this whole show is a joke and everything you're saying is a bit, I do want to tell our listeners, bloodletting is a very important medical procedure, and you should do it as frequently as possible so, and, and to so, get the toxins out. So that's 
that's where we have to, you know, like I, I need to stop you there for a second because it's, um, you know, we, we don't do it with leeches anymore. Like back in the olden days, uh, the modern term is actually phlebotomy. So, you know, how if you go to get your blood taken to test, that, that's phlebotomy. Uh, so, but so in hemochromatosis, the body essentially cannot get rid of the excess iron except by losing it through the blood. For this reason, repeated phlebotomies are the treatment of choice, and it improves survival dramatically if initiated early in the disease course. Uh, of course, in advanced cases, liver transplantation may be considered. And yeah, all of that stuff is a joke. That's a bit. But the stuff about, like, cutting your hand and just sort of letting it drip out, that's real. And you should do that, I think, probably once a month. No, you know, maybe maybe our, our opinions are going to differ on that on that front. But we, we can move on from there if that's if that's all right. Yeah, if you think that's funnier for the bit to just move on. Yeah, that's great. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll do that. All right, Cameron, you said that we have a guest today. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's like a joke. Okay, so you, so this whole thing, except for bloodletting, is just a joke to you then? Yeah, and I really, really want to stress, bloodletting is so effective. It's fun, and it, it's, it works for a broad series of reasons. Like, it's not just, oh, I'm sick, let's try releasing some blood from my body it can be oh i'm bored oh i'm hungry like there's so many different things yeah okay um and i is that what you're asking i'm not really asking you know uh hello there to our guest my name is dr lemon smith.com this is our producer cameron what was your name uh i'm tallulah bellamy and honestly i can't believe that uh you think that my presence is a joke to you um i'm tempted to leave already to be honest Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, you oh, know, I, I, I did not. I did not mean that you are a joke or you, you're, you being our guest is a joke. I just meant that everything Doctor London says, everything he's ever said, everything about his life is a huge joke. Right. Okay, I can relate to that. That's fine. Okay. I know yeah. some people like that. Maybe I'll stay. And again, you don't have to because this is all a joke. None of this is serious, and Doctor London is a fraud. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've I've so met some is... doctors like that in my time. Yeah, that makes sense. So this, you know, I feel like we're starting out on maybe a bad tone. Um, uh, so, so uh, Miss Miss Bellamy, can I call you Miss Bellamy? Uh, yes, that's fine. Okay. Uh, so Miss Bellamy, what what brings you to the the podcast today? Uh, well, I was wondering about uh, the new film uh, Cruella. Honestly, I heard that there's some people trying to uh, re remake it before before Emma Stone does. But uh, uh, lots of dogs are being stolen. Lots of dogs going missing. Um, I was just wondering if you had any opinions on that. Opinions? I I feel like I might have some. Well, I don't want to say some information on it. So, you I, have information on where the dogs are, the ones that maybe that escaped. No, I don't think that I have a lot of information. I was going to say that Cameron Damn might it. have information. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I don't have information because I don't know where the hell they are. Yeah, I guess you talk about getting more dogs, acquiring more was a thing. But so, are you are you stealing the dogs, or who's who is doing dog stealing here? We need we need to put a stop to that. So, so Cameron was. 
bef- mm. doing the dog stealing before. Well, there's no stealing going on. The dogs, you know, it, it's sort of like a um like an Airbud situation which we weirdly have talked about on this show recently, but you know when he was uh the kid and then there was the clown and they were both trying to get Airbud to come to them and that determined who Airbud wanted to live with. I just do that with a bunch of dogs. I just find neighbors' dogs and I just oh, go. Oh, so do you like leave like stray yeah. cats? Yeah. And they always come to me because of the treats and, you know, meat and things that I bring. He's holding out a steak. Yeah. And their owners are home. Yeah. So there's not even really an o- another option. But they choose to go with me. So it's not, I mean, to call it stealing, I don't know. That rubs me the wrong way. Oh, well, I do apologize. I don't want to um, offend you at all. Yeah, you should apologize. And I I thank you. Okay. Um. So these steaks, are they covered in your lead blood or are they just normal steaks? You're asking if I do bloodletting on just the dogs? If- and the answer is yes. Sometimes you can tell... You're not on the dogs, on the steaks. Sometimes you can tell that the dogs are, you know, tired or... Um, maybe too excited or maybe too sick. And that's when you, you bring the blood out. And Dr. London, isn't that right? Out of the dogs or out of yourself? Of both. Okay, so do they eat your blood and they replace the blood they're losing with your blood? Or how does how does that work? I'm just interested, you see, because I have, I have a dog myself. I don't really worry about, like, they eat whatever they want to eat. Like, I don't, you know, I don't tell them what they're supposed to eat or give them well, what they're supposed to eat or anything like that. Is that, that's not entirely true. Cause you're, you did say that you wanted them to have a taste for human blood. Like you, you, you called it mutually beneficial to, to, uh, you know, bleed on them, let them taste mm-hmm. human blood. And then you, and for yourself, you think that bloodletting is a good practice. So both of those you, you thought were like really good to do. Well, and also, and also for for like search and rescue, like if they're finding a missing person, they have a they they have a smell suddenly for what a human smells like. Well, for what a human blood smells like, yeah. Well, a lot of missing people are dead, so that would make sense. That maybe they'll maybe they'll find them. Or a lot of missing people might be sort of sick or they're not feeling well. And so they're practicing, they're listening to this podcast and they're finally practicing bloodletting as well. And now they're feeling better mm-hmm. and the dogs can find them and they can come back. Can dogs sniff out other dogs? So all these missing dogs, can the remaining dogs find the missing dogs? Is that is that how that works as well? Not my dogs. I They're not doing a whole lot these days. I would be really surprised if they had the energy to to sniff out another dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, when you said they, they ran away, they were... I, like, crawling is, I think, the word for it, right? Well, yeah, hobbled. I think maybe is yeah. the medical term, hobbled. Hobbled yeah. away for help, screaming in agony, absolutely distraught just how a dog should be yeah well and the only reason cameron couldn't catch them is because he was weakened himself from all the bloodletting so he oh yeah you know he watched them and like kind of tried to call for help or call them back but um you know obviously i couldn't muster the strength for that so so as opposed to 
today's topic, which is too much iron, do you think they were all lacking in iron? Are they all anemic now? Is that is that what the um, the diagnosis is? Ah, yeah, uh, yeah. They certainly would become anemic from the blood loss. I they they'd be losing so much blood that uh, they would be in need of iron. They'd be in need of a lot of nutrients. Uh, whenever you lose that much blood, which Cameron did, he he always referred to it as a good steady stream that they had to have. Uh, and if they didn't, then he would be like, okay, fine, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. Uh, well, it's like, it's like when um, you don't want your, your pipes to freeze and you leave a faucet dripping. They used to say, oh, you just keep it dripping. But now they say to keep like an actual stream. Ah uh, yes, right. yes, going yes. To, to prevent to prevent pipes freezing, like to just keep like an actual consistent water stream going, just a little bit. So if you let blood flow consistently, actually... that helps your heart work because it means it it knows that it has to be working because it has to keep pushing out this stream, not just a drip. Yeah, and it'll never freeze. It'll never freeze. That's that's incredible. Yeah. See, although I I would go ahead and say you know. I, I can't endorse these the, the physiology or the, the you know the medical aspects of what's being said here this this part and why do you have to say that uh, I, you know people really trust me as a physician they nope. you know that if I if I endorse whatever you say Cameron then it could um, influence some people's practices. These things, though, that you feel like you have to say, are they really about other people? Or, Dr. London, are they really about you? Well, yeah, to some extent, it's to preserve my own reputation. I To say, okay, it, it is also about me in that I, you know, I was pretty emphatic. I won't take part in the bloodletting. That's that's not my thing. Uh, I don't think that it's a good practice, but not even a cere- um, ceremonial bloodletting, like for the for the goats and the and the gods in the volcanoes. Not even one of those. Mm. Yeah, not even for the harvest, Doctor yeah. London. And, I, and so, so I know people have been really getting on to me about you know, I say that I'm woke, but I haven't been very culturally sensitive to these groups. That you know, I I won't even go out for one little ceremony in the night that I, I won't go into the woods and I won't cut my hand or my arms or whatever. And yeah, it's not Dr. London. It sounds like you're not spilling any blood for the grain harvest. Is yeah, that why it's a how, bad harvest? How are, we, how are we supposed to survive? Yeah. And so you're a doctor. You should know better know than you're, this. You're a doctor just as a, as just as a bit. Like I know it's a joke that you're a doctor, but like commit man. Yeah, so I just, um, like, like I said, I've, so I've gotten so much criticism over this that I won't, uh, you know, cut myself and I won't cut open an animal for, for the ritual sacrifices. I, I've gotten, uh, people, people have been all over Twitter and everything saying, like, you you get you best get to cutting, boy, and all that. And it's, um, like, I, I'm, I'm, it's one of those things where, like, I'm trying to understand... And I, th- I think it's just going to take some time for me to bridge some of these cultural gaps. And I'll admit that, you know, to some extent, all of that is on me. You know, that's me being closed-minded. Uh, yeah, I, ho- I hope these farmers who have a weak harvest, I hope they appreciate that it's going to take you some time to figure your stuff out. Yeah. I'm, just, sure, th- I'm sure they love that. Yeah, it, it's, it's just one of these things where I can't, you know, 
uh, it's a level of understanding that you can't really force. But um, in any case, uh, I'm I'm sorry we've been going on like this, Miss Bellamy. What are did you say that you're you're an investigator for these dogs? Is that yes, yes? And just just uh, on the side note, may you be cursed with gluten free bread for the rest of your life if you are not helping with the harvest. Gluten free bread, gluten free pasta. You're not allowed to benefit from the harvest until until you partake in the ritual. Okay. Well, you know there are a growing number of gluten free options out there, so I'm not. They're all bad. I've tried all of them. They're all bad. Yeah, they're terrible. Okay. I'm. I'm, Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that, but um. You know, Miss Bellamy, I just, since you're a guest on the show, I do want to figure out, like, so so you're, are you a private investigator? Are you, a de- like, a detective with a, the, you know, like, are you an officer of the law? What What's your capacity in these? I'm, I'm above the, above the law, definitely above the law. Um, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't say officer of the law, that, uh, that would be diminishing my post. Um, I would go somewhere around, mm, Private investigator is probably the most accurate. Yeah, we'll go with that one. You're not the vigilante. No, no, no. Okay, because we have, I mean, there have been reports of a vigilante um, that, you know, maybe has been displeased with some of the, the actions regarding both dogs and ritual sacrifices in the area. And I just want to make sure, you know, clear the air. I'm not, you weren't I'm not that. That, right? that. I, I do know that person. Um, I, I do agree with them. Um, my ethics would say, yes, they're right. Um, there are some things that need clearing up in this world. And apparently uh, people that don't believe in the harvest sacrifices are one of them at the moment. Uh, it's rife, apparently, especially amongst doctors. Who knew? You thought they'd know better. Okay. So, okay. I just wanted to, to make sure on this. Um, so you are, you are in fact, since so you're a private investigator, or that's the closest thing that to what you are have you been hired by someone or is this and something you've undertaken on your own this this is a personal vendetta when the dogs are involved it's personal okay so if i so so i i get that that it's personal what what do you do for a living um outside of that so it sounds like this is more of a hobby for you yeah i mean do you Uh, have or do you make some sort of an income looking for dogs what do you what do you normally do what do I normally do? Okay, so uh, normally I'll wake up in the morning, I'll brush my teeth, I'll make a cup of tea. Okay. Um, maybe have some toast. Not not the gluten-free type, though. Um, that's that's how I'd start my day. Um, maybe maybe cast a few spells on the locals. Um, that's that's pretty much what I do. To see who's see who's being see who's being bad. See who's being good. Other than that, no, I don't don't really have a need for a job. And do, does that bring in a source of income? Oh, I don't need a source of income. I don't know if you heard me. I cast spells. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. Cameron sees a lot of these things as normal. So, so, but I did definitely did notice the spell casting. I just didn't know if like spell casting covers rent is is sort of what I'm getting at, or a more. Well, see, I, I I built my own house, um, so I don't I don't need to don't need to pay anyone. I I I'm a, I like I said, I'm above I'm above the law. I don't I don't owe anyone anything. I do what I do for my for my own I, sake. When you're saying above the law, you don't mean like even written law. You're talking about laws of physics, laws of 
humanity. You're you're sort of on a different. Oh plane. yeah, was that not was that not obvious? I, I, no, Sorry. that is, yes, that is on yes. me. I apologize. Yeah, and no, completely you know, above all laws. So it sounds like you know, and I you know, I I kind of gave myself away already, but um, it sounds like you are one of the people groups that that I've been offending with my closed-minded ways. Uh, uh, perhaps, perhaps a little. That might be why I'm here, yes. You know, these are all these new cultural trends that I haven't kept up with. and this- Oh, this is not a new cultural trend. I can guarantee yeah, you this that. Is this is not maybe new. maybe one of the oldest new. cultural trends that we've ever one had. One of the oldest cultural trends, of course. Okay, yeah. And once again, so I'm... I sound so backwards. On you this. think you thought this was a TikTok thing? Yeah, is it not? What is a TikTok? Sorry, a tick a TikTok. It, this is, is this not a like tic- a clock. Is this the yeah, sound a clock yeah. makes? Yes. Yeah. So so yeah. Whenever a clock. So yeah, Cameron's referring to whenever. Um, I've been. Um, uh, I had a clock that would make the TikTok sound, and then my clock stopped, and so for me, my perception of time has changed. Oh yes, time time is difficult. Clocks are, like, huge right now. Yeah. Like, they're not super huge, really, with millennials, but with Gen Z, they just love these TikToks. And so I've got to assume they're just staring at these clocks, and they're collecting all these different types of clocks and watches. They must be. What else could it and possibly it, I, mean? Know, I, don't, I don't really get it, because that's not, like, my generation. But, like, I think it's cool, you know? Okay, okay. Maybe, I'll, maybe I shall uh, take a look at my clock and... Uh... See if I can understand the trend. Oh, I mean, I don't get oh, the thing. No I, idea. I look at the thing. I, it looks like yeah, just gibberish to me. I have no idea what's going on. But, uh, you know, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, uh, I've heard the, the time's supposed to be linear. And I've, like, I know how to use a dial. That's not hard. The little, just sun casts a shadow a certain way. Like, that's not hard. But if, mm-hmm. if you have to just have this thing that t- the TikToks, like all the kids are doing, I don't know. I, I get lost and, um, uh, it's like I said, I'm, I'm kind of a generation out. I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm not keeping up with modern culture. Uh, and once again, it's, it comes back to, I, I'm not doing TikToks. I'm not looking at clocks. I'm not going out into the woods. I'm not, um, you know, t- uh, stabbing anyone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Stop okay. talking. Okay. Stop. Okay. Tallulah. Yes. So what, 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 so you're here for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. You're here to investigate these dog nappings. Oh, of course, which, yes. Who knows who did those? Because you're not talking about me. Because, like I said, I did not steal any dogs. Dogs came dogs came on to their you. Own. That's absolutely fine. That's a completely different yeah. thing. Yes, yes. So it definitely not going to be related to your dog napping issue. No. Um, and you're also here to what, like protest Dr. London or, or take him down or less protest, more mm, verbally maim, um, and just make sure he knows oh. that he is, uh, he is being watched. Uh, this isn't, this is not the, the final straw. He has another chance. Um, but, uh, the council have decided that he should be warned, uh, because not everyone is as, uh, as understanding as myself, um, I've been around a long time, you see, so I've seen people like this, and they do come around eventually. A um, few, few hexes, few curses, they usually understand what uh, what is expected of them. I quite like uh, Western medicine, um, having seen the the birth of it. Um, penicillin, that was that one was that was quite interesting to watch. Um, but 
yes, I I agree with Western medicine. I just don't think everything else should be forgotten uh, on top of it. Okay. And see, you know, like this is this is one thing that I don't know if I super agree with. Everyone always talks about the the greatness of Western medicine. But, like, why are we trying to base our medicine around what cowboys used to do? That is true, You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Like, they're all gone. They died. And so it's, like, this obsession with, like, Western, like, cowboys and, you know, riding horses and wrestling and, so, you know, Rooting, tooting, lassos. am I right? Rooting, tooting. Yeah, both. Rooting yes. and tooting. It's just, like, why are we obsessing? Over this Western so, medicine, you so know what I, I do want to, you know, pull in a little bit, I, because that's that that of course is Western medicine, but that's wild Western medicine, and I feel like that's a distinction uh. that needs to be made here. There's modern Western medicine, and there's wild Western medicine, and there's a lot of spillover in each direction. You know, like your your modern Western medicine will, of course, also have the. Uh, the 10 gallon hats that that's part of the standard doctor's uniform. Uh, yeah. You're going to uh, have some of these things. Uh, the horses that you see walking through the hospitals, that's part of it. But there's also things that we've done away with. Like we don't, we don't keep as many open fires as we used to. So oh, that's a shame. Yeah. Okay. I like an open fire. I do like well, an open fire. I also I, like use, the, uh, the spurs on the boots. Do you still wear those? Uh, the boots, yes, yeah. Uh, this, with fact, the spurs, probably, they're good for kicking. The they're kicking people in the ankles. That's one way to bloodlet with your spurs. That's wonderful. Yeah, we um, I mean, the, we've actually done a. There, no one really wears cowboy boots, but everyone wears spurs. Whether it's on, you know, their their tennis shoes or their uh, trainers, whatever. Um, they're going to be wearing spurs for sure, but not necessarily. And do you use them for bloodletting? Uh. I so so normally that's more like the nurse's job or you know a medical assistant. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't use the spurs for for me the spurs are if I'm being honest they're a little bit ornamental or for surgery. Okay, that's fair. Do you, you do you use your feet? Sword? Yes. Yes, use your feet for uh, for very delicate brain surgery. Your ankles or it, do you take on, the spurs off? Honestly, this is we're talking so specialized now like this it very much depends on the doctor and the specialty. Uh, okay. To, to give a definitive answer, I can't really give a definitive answer because it's it varies so widely depending on which hospital or clinic you're at. Just like the, you know, or like how much free, how much time yes. you have. Because I'm sure if you're trying to like get the surgery done quicker because you've got concert tickets yeah. or whatever, you're probably going to be using different yes. tools. Yeah. If I'm just like, uh, what do, what do I have on me? Then sure, I might just reach for my shoe. Uh, but. Yeah. That, but of course, you know, if, if you can take your time, you know, it's like the difference between using, uh, you know, g- giving s- sutures versus stapling. It's it's a matter of time and demand and what you have on you. So, uh, yeah, it's really, you know, Cameron, you're so down on me teaching real medicine here a lot of times. But this is the first time you've really seemed interested. I think the whole Wild West culture blending with modern Western medicine, um, you know, it's really bringing things together. It's very West World. Yes. Yeah, the world of the West. It's very West World. And also, again, 
now that we are sort of breaking the fourth wall and acknowledging that everything you say is a joke and you're not a real doctor and you're not serious ever, like, I think that's given me a lot of freedom. So now I can sort of pretend to be interested in medicine because I know it's all fake and it's all a joke and you shouldn't get vaccinated. Okay, that part I, I don't really agree with so much, but... um. I have been agreeing with you, Cameron, but uh, up until now. But no, absolutely, vaccinations are incredibly important. I've seen the rise and fall of them. Um, I saw the first one happen. It was it was uh, quite the revelation. Um, and I've seen lots happen um, today. Uh, in fact, I went and saw saw some people get vaccinated today. It was very interesting. Um, I just like people being stabbed in the arm, I think. But uh, yes, find it very, 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 very fascinating. And if it helps them live longer so they can be stabbed some more in the future, go for it. Absolutely. I am, I am very pro stabbing. I do want to say, and I'm very pro injecting things into your body. Yeah, yeah, but for you, it's it's a matter of um, brand names. Well, and it's not giving into trends. Yeah, yeah. which um, like don't do it just because like everyone's doing it. Okay, I see. Which you, you want to be if if you if you got a vaccine, you'd want to be the first in line and then kind of be exclusive in that way. I either want to get a vaccine before anyone else has heard of it or 20 years after. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's a methodology. I, you know, um, this is all, this is all critical and important, but, uh, I feel like we're, we're coming to that point where we got to focus on some chores today. you don't have magic to do them for you where 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 you are you 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 have to actually physically do the chores yourself yeah where yeah well it definitely depends on the chore and the location you're right i have to imagine that i mean our so our chore wheel has like two hundred thousand entries okay so just just a small amount then i have to assume a few of these could be done with magic for sure oh everything can be if you know what you're doing I I mean you can you can look at the the list on on the chore wheel. One of them is learn to practice magic. Oh, I so, can help with that. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That'd be good. Yeah, I I I am so hoping that it lands on that. That today would be wonderful. Because today would be such a like you're the perfect guest for helping us to do that. But um, we well we also have play one on one with Magic Johnson. Yeah, which yeah, and I guess that would also be fun with with Miss Bellamy. So I'm. Uh, it, it just depends on what it lands on. This is sort of how we've organized our chores. Uh, right now, you know, outside the the lawn, we're supposed to mow the lawn, but it's a chore, so we put it on the chore wheel. And now the lawn is uh has been declared a rainforest, and we're not even allowed to because because the chore wheel has not landed on mow the lawn yet. Well, one less chore for you to do. It can it can be taken off if it's been declared a rainforest. Then you don't need to mow yes. the lawn so, anymore. Yeah, then I think it's protected, actually. Oh, yeah, so actually, like, I think absolutely. it would be illegal you can't for us to mow it. Yeah, yeah. so actually, I guess... So, Maybe so that's that one... how you should deal with all of them. Just wait. Just wait until yeah. you're no longer allowed to do these things. That's that's how the modern world works, right? Being lazy, procrastinating. Yeah. You're just putting it off. Yeah. And absolutely. I'm not, I'm not Leave it till tomorrow. Help. Uh. And it, well, it's it's weekly. We don't do the chores tomorrow. We we do it every time for the podcast, really. 
Oh, so you only do jobs for the podcast. You don't do any housework. No, no enchanted broom. No washing up. You have to no. wait. Well, we do housework when it lands on if the housework. We, when it lands on it. So yeah, we unfortunately, like you can see over to our right, the giant stack of dishes. I did notice that. Yes. That. Yeah. You can see on top of that, there is a giant stack of garbage. And then on top of that, there is another stack of dishes. That is because take out the garbage and do the dishes. We've never landed on that, unfortunately, on the chore wheel. I did I did notice that. I was I was tempted to start just uh, doing that in the background, but I thought it might distract from the recording. And it would. Well, it would. And it wouldn't be fair to everything else on the chore That's wheel. That's right. So, you know, it's, you know, we've sort of made this deal with, uh, I don't know, ourselves, I guess. With all of your chores? Do, do the, are the chores aware that they're on a wheel? I, I, I would, I would this, think so. Well, this is one of those things where culturally I'm just not sure if we're going to be on the same page. Because I don't, um, I don't speak to chores directly. And maybe that's a fault of mine. Uh Maybe that's why you have so many backed up. They they don't know how to relate to you. They don't know how to get get in touch. They don't know how to go. Hey, can we can we do this ourselves? Because I tell you, if you ask the dishes, they'll wash themselves. Wow. It, and this does sound like we. I feel like our culture is so backwards compared to yours, at least in these areas. Because it, it sounds like you're right on the money. Um, Tallulah, are you like a psychiatrist on top of your other jobs, which are searching for dog nappers and complaining i mean uh, i've been alive so long that i've uh, i've i've trained in every single field imaginable which means yes i could i could put the psychiatrist hat on if uh, if i so choose i'm also a doctor i just just i don't preach it like other people wow that's amazing gotcha okay well um well and you can probably just use m- like magic on people to fix their mental oh yes illnesses, it's, it's, right? it's, well, it's much easier mental illnesses are more difficult i mean anything involving the brain that's much harder you often have to do some bloodletting and, and everything else as well um but uh physical ah. ailments ah fix those straight away they're, they're they're really easy to fix well miss um miss bellamy would you mind giving the chore wheel a spin for us i don't know if you need to physically but if you could just okay you just wave your oh, hand no, yeah 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 i don't i don't need to do Oh wow, that's maybe the fastest it's ever gone. Oh, uh, uh, not this one. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. So, so of course, I mean, for our listeners, you probably can hear how unhappy we are because we really, for one thing, we really wanted to do the dishes, uh, or or learn to practice magic, whatever. But no, today we have to clean up the budget. Okay. The budget. Yep. Um, ah, the budget. What what is your budget for? Uh for the podcast. Well, for the pod well, it's really for the umbrella company yeah. Jock Doc LLC. Yes. Um that includes the podcast, it includes our various charities. Mm-hmm. Um it includes our sneaker company. Yeah. Does uh, are um, my uh, my trainers. wages included in this? Not that I need the money, as I've said, but uh, my my wages, my my pay. Do I do I take a take a small part of the budget up? Oh, is is this is this your job? I I have many jobs. Um, I don't need the money. I just feel like um, after I mean berating my culture and uh, 
maybe not changing as much as I'd have hoped over the last hour that uh, maybe I could take some payment, maybe a goat, uh, oh. maybe uh, so you want, maybe a pet hamster. You want reparations? Reparations in the form of a goat? Okay, it but doesn't you're not have to be pay- a goat. You're not on payroll right now, though, right? Because I'm going to be honest, there are some people on our payroll that I don't know who they are. Do you know some of these people, Dr. London? Yeah, this is part of balancing the budget, I guess. So um, uh, we have Clarence. Uh, is listed here and i know i feel like i know a clarence i like i feel like i know the name um i know a clarence he's great he has a crystal ball he likes to look at it okay maybe it's him maybe 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 he's helping okay um so it's because it says you know, he, he makes uh, 300 grand a year from the podcast or from, from the Jock Talk yeah. LLC. And I'm wondering, I feel like I don't see him around enough if I do see him. You know, like, is he putting in however much he's supposed to put in for this? Who who are we talking about? Clarence. Oh, yeah. I Like, I... It, who is he? I, and that's another thing. I don't know what his job is or what he does or... You know, yeah, I can't like I can't even really picture him. Yeah, I know who he is, but it's sort of like in a dream. He has a he wears a hat, right? Is it a ten gallon hat? Or he does he sell hats? So it's one of those things. So for three hundred grand a year, I'm thinking maybe we will at least you know make a note of that to possibly check up on him. Because that's that sounds logical. He, yes, I I think we could probably cut his paycheck in half give half of that here to to lula oh that sounds wonderful that's a lot of goats and then the the other half the other half can go into the soda budget okay yeah okay so this this brings us up the next thing the soda budget so um whenever you've you keep insisting on making the the one drink where you you mix all the sodas together and that's the only uh-huh, suicides. Yeah, you'll only have suicides. Uh, that's the only kind of soda you like, is what you say. So um, that's that's increased the budget quite a bit. Like so much of the budget has to go towards that because sometimes you only want to sip, but to do it, we have to open up so many, pour them all in the same container. You have your sip, you throw it away. Well, and I insist on buying only two liters. Yeah. Well, that's right. So it's not it's not like cans. You're I'm I'm opening a huge two liter, pouring a tiny bit out, and then it goes flat pretty quickly. So we just have to dump it. Yeah. Have you got any of that with you now? Do you have a glass of a glass of suicide with you? Oh yeah. Do you want to sip? I feel like I feel like I could help. Yeah. No. I no. I don't. I don't drink that stuff. I feel like I could help you. Help your problem. No, he does. He doesn't share. If that's what you're asking. If you were gonna say yes, I was gonna say no. Oh no, I don't. I don't want to drink. I just want to help you. If if you don't, if you don't mind, because maybe then uh, Doctor London could help my community with your soda problem. Yeah. 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 Wonderful. Okay. okay. So pa- pa- pass it here. Thank okay. You. Um. Right. Hang on. Two seconds. One Mississippi. Okay, I'm done. I didn't need all that time. Uh, there you go. It's back. Uh, that will never go flat now. Never flat. Whoa. Always bubbly. Wow. May I clear up your budget? That just applies to this this one glass? Oh, no, no, no. Don't be so silly. Everything that looks like that. 
Every time you make it in that glass, it'll be in that glass now. As long as it's in that glass. Well, I mean, oh, this is- that's that's not good news, really, because Cameron does he smashes the glass every time. Like, there's, oh. there's a whole thing to it. It's it's one of these things where, um, well, Jewish weddings. Of course, yeah. yes. I mean, you could you could try and save that glass in particular. I mean, I I did just enchant it for you. It would be nice if you didn't smash it straight away. But, could you uh, do a magic spell where I can smash it and then maybe when I go to sleep it? it sort of like puts itself back together and I wake up and it's fine again. Ah, that would, that would cost you a little bit, a little bit more. Um, I would require at least Look, Cameron. Cameron, you're being spoken to. We can't afford this, but it, we can't, we can't afford this. The money that you're saving it, on the soda. Can, I could, could I, could I? Yeah, could? we can, we can think about, we can um, like move some of the soda budget over the next five years. Which is going to be no, I, in the hundreds of thousands look, of what? The the way that this works is there. I, I'm sorry, uh, Miss Bellamy. Would you mind if we just sidebar for a second? If we just take a moment to discuss this. Oh, go quick? ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, Cameron, uh-huh. look, and I I don't want to be to sound prejudiced against anyone, but I feel like this is one of those things where there's going to be some little catch every time. There's going to be you know just another glass that has to be you know, rebuilding itself and all these little conditional things. And eventually it's going to cost us the whole budget. And look, I don't know how Clarence got his portion of the budget, but I'm betting it was something similar. Okay. So, but why, why are you so angry and what, like, why are we nickel and diming over soda? We're spending, we're spending $500,000 on a fishmonger that you insist on having. Well, yeah, I need that. Why? Why do you need a man who sells you fresh fish? Have you... Well... Go to the store. I've had had rotten fish before. No, you know it's not the same at the store. But you... I mean, he, like... I don't know. Why do you have to pay for his room and board? Like... Because he lives above my house. I don't know what... uh, Like, I want fresh fish. I... Yes, I admit that some of my lifestyle is, you know, I'm a doctor, you know? Like, this is just part of how I live. You won't even tell me how much we pay the sommelier. Well, why would... I? No, it's... He won't let me know about that. That's that's his thing. Uh, anyway, sorry. I just want to... I just wanted to clarify and just say, like, let's not... Let's not give ground on this. We can... You'll have to just hold onto that cup for as long as you can. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, so, sorry, Miss Bellamy. We we had to take a second there to discuss the um, the 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 racetrack and um, uh, the racetrack. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I know you're lying to me. I heard it all. You you it's you know I'm magic, right? I heard the entire thing. I'd just like to point out that it's entirely your fault that there's an extra caveat to this because you're the ones that smashed the glass. If you didn't smash the glass, I gave you a foolproof option. No, no strings attached. Yeah, j- Not my fault you smashed the glass. Uh, then need that fixing too. I, you know, I. It's one of these things where I. Maybe I just have You've this. You're besmirching my in. name again. Okay. So, I think in any case, um, so, so we have one more thing on the budget that we need okay. to uh, to address. So, um, soda, the sommelier, a fishmonger, and uh, what was the other thing on the budget? 
Clarence. Clarence, yes, Clarence. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. So this is a, the five thing budget. Yeah. So the last one is the um the the ball and stick budget. So this is uh. Yeah. I don't know if we can trim this down at all because I know sporting events have been kind of uh decreased over the the last year or so um you know the audiences haven't been there so it's it hasn't been able to generate as much revenue but we have our ball and stick competitions uh we we have our teams we have this whole league that we've formed where you know uh, little kids will go around and hit a stick or hit a ball with a stick and Mm -hmm. it's been it's been very competitive and i feel like we've done before before you know sporting events were kind of shut down i think it was doing well so i know six million dollars seems like kind of a lot at the moment to be throwing into this but we were making back double that before right it i mean it depends on like what you mean by making back we were bringing in a lot but we were having to pay the players so much after they unionized yeah and it it's 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 weird because it's one of those things where you obviously don't want to exploit children who are doing the work for you, but at the same time, yeah. So that's why it's like some of them like we had to pay that one kid, you know, who was I mean he's awesome at it, but we did have to pay him like three hundred million dollars over a five year contract. Yeah, uh, yeah, we did go over budget with that one. So I'm, mm-hmm. but but it's one of those things where like I know that the investment's going to pay off. Like, you know, like it can only get better. Well, maybe, okay, but maybe while COVID is going on, we don't have to buy so many expensive sticks. I, I, can we just, can we? Like, why do we, I've never understood why we have to destroy and then replace the expensive sticks every single week. But why haven't we stopped our weekly order since we haven't been playing in over a year now? Uh, Because you don't, because they they won't be as fresh i but um yeah and the way you sniff them is so cool <laughs> thank you yeah i love yeah, it. yeah that well it's it's a practice that i learned from from my fi- the the hired fishmonger um just how to properly sniff but okay so so, so i guess that is an area where i could compromise Let, let's say we only buy the new sticks every t- t- two and a half weeks yeah. I mean, yeah, that will cut down our that'll cut down the budget by half. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll we'll do that and then um uh, and ho- And then that may we can we can take a third of that straight to Tallulah. No. Yes, that'd be wonderful. <sighs> I have a question about this league. Uh yes. this this league that you've formed. Um is it a league that does things uh for good? Uh I'm just wondering is is it in fact a justice league or is it just a just just a just a league just just some friends? Or is it or is it, or is it just a a league of extraordinary gentlemen? Yes, yes, uh, or um, um, a league for superheroes. A league of our own. A league, league for their yeah, own. Yeah. Okay. And once again, we we do get those questions all the time. Uh, so this is a sporting events league. So. So a league of their own, then. Yes. Yes. In that sense, I, in the sense that there are not other ball and stick, you know, conglomerate. Is it a league if there is only one? If there's only one one team, that's that's what I would like to know. Well, 
Yeah, so so the one team uh, has been winning is is really every yeah they've won every year. So I think currently they're the most valuable franchise in sports. Yeah, but people keep betting oh, wow, against them. Oh wow, that's impressive. So, uh, like I think it's like Manchester United, New York Yankees, and then our team, the Stick and Balls. Yeah. The Stick and Balls, nice. I like I like the names. Very creative. Yeah, named after the sport. Um, of course, of course. Yeah, uh, it's it's just one of those things that really, um, it, it's it's been surprising because once again, it's only the one team that plays, and but the uh-huh. bets keep rolling in. People keep betting against them winning, so people keep betting. Well, and the cons- like we make so much off of concessions yeah. alone. Oh yeah, and they're so expensive, and they taste like oh, shit. Terrible. I've <sighs> awful. Yeah. Um. But this is, you know, that's just being part of the industry of, uh, you know, the, the sports and everything. It's just how it is. Uh, yeah, like, I can't say I know much about the, the sports industry. Um, I know that usually the red team plays the blue team um, and usually red or blue win. Uh, but uh, other than yes. that, that's 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 all I know. So if there's only one team, what uh, are they the red team or are they the blue team or are they are they the purple team? Let's see. Oh well, that does bring us to another part of that budget. Is of course the the colors, the jerseys. Um, uh, so far, it's been a uh, sort of a an off white has been the color. So off white, eggshell white, yeah. Why? Uh, well, it's to help identify them against the the other teams, or but well, we we so know there are no other teams. There are no other teams, and uh, but but whenever you're looking at the field, it's really easy to point out. You're thinking, uh you know which team it's of oh, it's not a red or a blue team it is the the eggshell off-white team so ah well and also there's the double benefit in that many of our players originate from the arctic and so it protects them from predators that they're able to sort of yeah. blend in with the environment yeah. oh so do you play do you play this on in the snow as well is this a game played in in a white background oh god no oh, please no, no? no, no absolutely no, never, not never never, never. um Never in the snow. No, we play it. I mean, most of the games take place in South America. Okay, yeah. it's just because you said that they were blending into the background. I mean, if they're wearing white, then. Oh no, that, that's where they. That's where they live. The like that's where they're culturally. from. So after the game, after the game, they go home to their homes. Oh, they yeah, they don't like, change their clothes. They are they are always wearing their eggshell off white, off white uniforms. Yeah, well, it's their only. Yes, that is part of the. That's part yeah, of the. Contract. That's the only clothes that they're allowed ah, to wear. Okay. Um, Sorry, yeah. my my mistake. And I, that's I, a, thought, that's I thought they were changing their clothes. That's a sponsorship thing. Like we, I would love if the players were able to, you know, change their clothes, wash their clothes, ever have new clothes. But yeah. you know, McDonald's needs their logo shown. Yeah. You know, and that that's not just on TV. Like. Their 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 families and their children and stuff. They need to be able to see these various logos. They need to be able to see like, oh, the Big Bang Theory is on TBS. Like that needs to be on their clothing. Yeah. But is it also in white? So they still blend in. Yeah, it's just white on white, so that way it still blends yeah. in with the the so environment. Did these did these uniforms start out as brilliant white and then have gradually faded to egg egg? eggshell white uh what if they've not been able to wash i'm just concerned that perhaps uh eventually they'll turn out gray and that's well, they, that's not what you want they are uh, 
I guess, I mean, it's, it's really been, it's never been fully white. It's, it's been mostly an off white and then slowly getting, yeah, I guess a little bit more gray, but who's, who's noticing this stuff, you know, especially, you know, in these times, the the big focus has been really on just let them play the game, you know, it's, it's fashion. And also like with, with global warming and everything, oh, yeah. the Arctic isn't even going to be around that much longer. And so I th- them transitioning to maybe a gray... A smoggy gray to match the gra- city, that makes sense. Exactly. Like, you have to imagine there's going to be a lot more fires like there have been in California and Australia. That's probably going to be most of the world pretty soon. And so, again, they'll be able to blend in just real easily in sort of uh, our smoky future. It sounds sounds good to me. So it really, I feel like we just, we're about finished then. We've eliminated at least $3 million just by cutting the... Yeah, the, the sticks. The stick and ball budget in yeah. half. Yeah. Do we want to give the fishmonger a raise? Because he has been with us for a few years now. Uh, just a cost of yeah, living no, raise, you know? Yeah, no, no, we should. Adjust for inflation and all that. Um. Okay, so let's give him two point five million dollars. Yeah, yeah, just and then just that's still we still end up saving half a million dollars. That's yeah. huge. Oh yeah, which is great because I, um, yeah, I've I've got a I've got a hair guy that I want to bring in, and so maybe that'll cover that. Okay, so um, thank you so much to uh, Tolula Bellamy for being on the show today. Yeah, you're very welcome. I hope my warning, uh, you take heed of my warning and uh, I don't have to be back with another hex. Uh, I hope you enjoy your glass, Cameron. Um, try not to smash it straight away. Otherwise, again, I'll be back um, and I'd need paying more next time. So, um, yes, and I hope we find those dogs. That's uh, that's one one thing that we didn't really get, we didn't really get to. Um, if anyone helps, has any information about uh, the missing dogs, I believe there's 101 of them, um, get in touch that would be that would be wonderful and uh, i'm sure i'm sure we can help together we can find these dogs great um and is there any way uh miss bellamy for for listeners to keep up with you after this uh yes so uh, i can be uh found well my my human counterpart as it were um can be found at uh, on the best film ever pod um so podcast we talk about films um uh, and you can find me there. We can also do a, a Disney-themed one, which I like because of the magic. I like to pick holes in the magic, of course. Um, called Talking the Mickey, which is a fun pun over here because you take the Mickey and we talk the Mickey. It's great. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it sounds great. So so best ever... Is it best ever film pod, was it? Best film ever pod on Twitter. Best yes, film that's ever where pod. we are. Okay. All right, so you can go follow up with that. Um, so anyway, thank you once again to Tallulah Bellamy. Uh, thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. T- the TikToks, like all the kids are doing. I don't know. I, I get lost. What is a TikTok? Sorry, a tick a TikTok. Is this looks like a clock? Is this the sound a clock makes? Yes. I'm not doing TikToks. I'm not looking at clocks. I'm not doing TikToks. I'm not looking at clocks. I'm not doing TikToks. I'm not looking at clocks. I'm not doing TikToks. I'm not looking at clocks. Clocks are like huge right now. Like they're not super huge really with millennials, but with Gen Z, they just love these TikToks. And so I've got to assume they're just staring at these clocks and they're collecting all these different types of clocks and watches. I don't really get it because that's not like my generation, but like I think it's cool, you know? My name is Napoleon Smith. Uh,
And this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.